Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 therefore laying aside falsehood speak truth each one of you with his neighbor for we are members of one another for his name's sake prescribe truth we're giving you what the doctor ordered jamal bandy apologist the lord's servant we undeserve it but christ changed our mind frame in a world full of errors the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth all right welcome everybody to prescribing truth podcast right here on youtube i'm your host jamal bandy you can also listen to the show on your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, and Google Play. Please leave a rating and a review as this helps to show out tremendously. And I thank you for that in advance. Also, send your questions to prescribe.truth at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on there if you'd just like to connect with me. Um, you can support the podcast financially um, by partnering with us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash prescribe truth. This helps the show out as far as getting better equipment and um, helping us get resources out there into the community. And as a, as a way of me being able to give back to you guys for your donation, um, what I would like to do is offer you get a shout-out on the show, have your questions answered on the show, and you get discounts on merchandise. For my $20 and up patrons, you can get a T-shirt. Uh, we have three designs right now. At the top, that's the uh, front, and the bottom is the back. So that's a T-shirt for... $20 and up patrons. Now, this donation can be one time or it can be monthly, however you decide to do. Like I said, from a dollar and up. Dollar a month, that's fine. I greatly appreciate it. I'm not going I'm not gonna to be unappreciative. I promise you that. Um, yeah, so that's the way you can support the show financially. Um, what are we doing today? Well, we're going to be talking about um, Black Hebrew Israelites. So, this is the first time that I would have been, uh, dealt with them on the show. At all. I don't know if I have no video dealing with the Black Hebrew Israelites at all until now. Um, and, and this one is not so much dealing with them as a cult or anything like that. Just dealing with them um, on a premise that they have concerning a definition. Um, what I've noticed uh, with Black Hebrew Israelites is that they're different. That there's not one group that's really the same, but there's one common thread amongst them all is that they believe that they are descendants of Jacob. So, um, I want to deal with um, one of the reasons why they have that premise. Now, they use some Bible verses out of context, but they use Bible verses. But what I've seen is they go to this dictionary and they use this one definition. And this definition is only found in this one dictionary. And this is how they uh, have a premise for why they believe that they are not African descent. They are Israelite descent. So we're going to deal with that today. Um, this book is the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. And if you come into being an Israelite, one of the things, one of the resources that you're going to want to have is a Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. Want to have it. And um, the reason why, because it is one definition. It's a definition for Ham. Um, Ham being one of the sons of Noah. You know, he had three sons, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Well, the definition of Ham, what should I say? Uh, what was known about him before was that he was the um, said to be the ancestor of those who were dark, dark complexion, um, like or the Egyptians or the Africans. Um, you know, and so and this goes because of some of the sons he had, like you know, Egypt was from him and so on and so forth. Well, the definition in the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary tells us that Ham is the progenitor of the dark races, but not 
the Negroes. That seems to be the case. That seems to be what has spread so much confusion into my dear black Hebrew Israelites. It says that he's a progenitor of the dark races, but not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, the Ethiopians, the Libyans, and Canaanites. So you you read this, or they read this, and they say, see, we're not African, because we're called Negroes. They'll say, so we're not Africans. We're not like the Egyptians or the Ethiopians or anything like that. So, um, and it's a sad thing, really, because the reason why uh, we refer to us, ourselves as Negroes is that is what others called black people. And so um, others being, you know, not just, and it's not just whites, others being other nationalities. They seen black people, they called them Negroes. And, and I mean, that, you know, that's just what it was. Um, but we're going to discuss this. We're going to discuss Negro. We're going to discuss why this definition says that. And why is it the only one that says it? No other Bible dictionary um, defines ham in that way except this one. The interesting thing is this Bible dictionary was first published in 1967. So you got to think about what's going on during that time. Um, you know, that's a little a few years after the uh, civil rights movement. And so um, oceans are high. People are still, you know, disliking each other. Racism is still going on. Even though Martin Luther King did his thing, uh, Malcolm X did his thing, yet there's still hate. Uh, black people are still marginalized, still oppressed. And so that's the case. So why does definition say not the Negro? So you have to ask the question, well, Who's the author of this Bible dictionary? Well, the Bible dictionary is authored by the name Alton T. Bryant. Um, but if you look up Alton T. Bryant, there's nothing on him. Can't find anything on him. It's like a ghost. You know, I've, I've tried to look for him up, down, the side. I tried to look around all through the internet. I mean, I typed in Alton Bryant, Alton T. Bryant, Bryant, under the comment, Alton. I mean, I'm, I've tried all the kind of ways you could try to find somebody on the internet, and nothing comes up for him as the author. Now, it does come up that he, uh, or he or she, came up with a couple other publications under that same name. So what I found out is that Alton Bryan is really a pen name. It's not really a, a name of an actual person, but it's a pen name. And authors use pen names for many reasons, um, just they want to remain anonymous. But my thing is, if you're a scholar, um, of theological sources, and you want to remain anonymous, that's a problem. Um, I think that's a big problem because there's no way to credit to have uh, any, no, there's no way to be able to make this credible. You know, no way to really gauge the credibility of the definitions that you give. So there's no way to really judge the credibility of this definition, seeing this is the only place that it's found, that it's found in 1967. I mean, there were Bible dictionaries made before 1967. But this is the only place where that um, the definition is given for him. Interesting. It should have people think. Um, anyway, so let's ask the question, why it says not the Negro? Why not the Negro? Okay, so um, let's, let's define Negro for a second. What does it mean to be a Negro? Now, you say, Jamal, this don't make any sense. We already know what it means to be a Negro. They've called us Negroes for years, for centuries. Why do you feel the need to define it? Well, because it's important. All right. So, and it says around 1442, the Portuguese first arrived in southern Africa while trying to find a sea route to India. 
The term Negro literally means black, was used by the Spanish and Portuguese as a simple description to refer to the Bantu peoples that they encountered. Negro denotes black in Spanish and Portuguese, derived from the Latin word nigger, meaning black, which itself is probably from a Proto-Indo-European root, neck, to be dark, kin to knack, night, negro, was also used of the peoples of West Africa in old maps labeled Negro Land, an area stretching along the Niger River. All right. So, you see, this wasn't just used by Europeans. It was a word used by other nationalities to describe African people. Now, that's important because the black Israelites will say that, see, this definition says not the Negro, so that means we can't be African. What they need to understand is that you're called a Negro because you are African. This is what to describe Africans. Um, they didn't use this to describe any other people but Africans. So that's important to think about, the, the origin of the word. So now, if that's the case, then why does this definition say that Ham was a descendant of the dark races, not the Negro? Now, I'm going to get into something uh, very soon concerning um, the Hamitic hypothesis. This is something um, that is that's very old. I mean, it's, it's not new, but it's also ancient. Um, this is something that developed around the 1800s and went on to the 1900s. Um, dealing with people and the classifications of people. So black people were called Negroes. Matter of fact, if you think about it, or if you really understood, you'll know that Negro is a classification of peoples. The scientific term's called uh, Negroid, um, but they shortened it call it Negro. So this is important. So there's three classifications of people, three major classifications. Negroid, Arcasoid, and Mongoloid. Now, that's another one, Australoid, and then there's other, there's other subclasses. But the three main is Negroid, Caucasoid, and Mongoloid. Now, what is, the def what is the descriptions of these people? How do the people fit in these descriptions? Well, some of it was based on skin tone, but a lot of it had to do with facial features and the shapes of our skulls and so on and so forth, how we fit in classifications. So um, when we think of Caucasian, we automatically think of white. That's, that's what I do. Is, I don't know about you, but that's what, at least that's what I think. When you think of Negro, you automatically think of black. Because word does mean black or dark. A mongoloid is something they dealt with um, the Chinese and the Asian people. That's what you automatically think that. The interesting thing is um, Caucasians is a special, special one. So if we look at the definition of Caucasian, and I'm gonna show that to you real quick. One second. All right, Caucasian. It's of designating or characteristic of one of the traditional racial divisions of humankind, marked by fair to dark skin. Now, I'm gonna let that stick right there for a second. I want you to think about this. That Caucasians have been known to be people who are classified from a skin color of being fair to dark. 
either had straight or curly hair, and light to very dark eyes, um, originating in Europe, parts of North Africa, West, Af West Asia, and India. Now this is important, y'all. Hope y'all pay attention. What is being? What is going on here? Caucasians were actually considered to be dark skinned. Now somebody may look at this and say, "Oh, that's false." The false narratives, you know, people just saying stuff. They don't, they don't know what they're talking about. But this is a historical definition for Caucasians. So, uh, when it comes to the ham, back in the 1800s, uh, as discoveries was done concerning the bodies of those in Egypt and so on and so forth, and they and they um and all these artifacts were discovered, uh, the civilizations were being studied and researched. People believed that Egyptians had to be Caucasian. Now, I'm jumping into this Hamitic hypothesis. I hope you're following through. They believed that they used to be Caucasian. Why? Because they saw their great civilizations. I mean, Ethiopia and Egypt, Canaan, and all these places had civilized people. I mean, on writings. Everything else, artifacts, um, structures. And they said to themselves, this must have been done by people who are Caucasian descent. Because they didn't see Negroes as being anyone who's intelligent enough to be able to build like this or be civilized like this. So this, that's interesting that that was the case. And so they believed that the people in North Africa were originally Caucasian. Just a dark Caucasian. And so this is why that definition says that Ham was said to be progenitor of the dark races, but not the Negro. So I guess that person would have said they were the progenitors of black races, but they meant Negroes. But they meant Caucasian. It was said that the Egyptians, the Ethiopians, the Libyans, and the Canaanites were all Caucasian and not Negro. Now, does that mean that the Negro is not African? No. What they believed about Negroes was that they originated in the southern parts of Africa, not the northern parts. Do you find it interesting that the definition for Ham only gives northern countries of Africa and Ethiopia, which is on the horn of Africa? Think about that for a second. Africa is a great big continent with many more countries other than those four. Yet they only named those four. Why? Those are the northern regions and on the horn of Africa. But sub-Saharan countries were said to be inhabited by Negroes. So they called them Negro land. So yeah, they always believed you were African. I'm sorry. Now, so, so what does that mean? This means that this definition is actually a racist definition. This definition is not beneficial to black Hebrew Israelites or anyone. This definition is based off of um, a notion that black people could not have been Egyptian because you're not intelligent enough and you couldn't have structure. You were best good at agriculture that's why they use our ancestors to pick cotton. We were more good at ag agriculture or we use this 
than anything being a ruler or dominant or anything like that. Our ancestors were slaves. That's how they saw Africans. Uh, matter of fact, Samuel Morton, he's one of the people who's coined with being the leader of the scientific racism. Um, he studied skulls that came from Egypt. And as he studied these skulls, he measured them, and he said that the bigger skulls had to be Caucasian because they bigger skulls, bigger brains. Bigger brains, more intellect. Smaller skulls, smaller intellect. Lower intellect. He saw all Negroes had to have smaller skulls. You could look that up. You could research that. That's a known fact. Um, so yeah, they said that poses a problem. So I, I would I would ask that my uh, black Hebrews like friends would do away with this definition as an example of why you find yourselves to be of sham and not ham. Uh, because according to definition, you're still descendant of ham. Matter of fact, it's a good thing to note that according to the Hermetic Hypothesis, the classification of human beings is not a, a biblical worldview. It's based off an atheistic worldview, an evolutionary worldview. The Caucasians or white people in the 1800s could not believe that we all came from a common ancestor. We all had to come from different places. Nobody came from the same. But how did that creep into the Bible? Well, this idea crept into the church. Just like a lot of stuff that happens in our world. The church is doing its thing, following the word that they're supposed to. But then the culture comes up with something, and sometimes the church adapts what the culture is saying. This is one of those times. Is it wrong? Of course. That's what they did. So the church, they hear this idea about classifications. They're hearing about this research in Egypt about um, these civilizations and how, how these black people couldn't have been the ones who are Egyptians and Ethiopians and everything else. They say, well, how? Science is saying this, but this means the Bible got to be consistent. So what does this mean in the Bible? Well, this means that Ham had to be Caucasian. This means that Ham had to be Caucasian. He couldn't be Negro. But matter of fact, but see, but where did that leave the Negroes? If, if they're not Ham, or we know they're not Sham, because you look up the definition of Sham, it doesn't say he's progenitor of anything black. But you look at Ham, he has a son, and his son is called Canaan. Now, what happened with Ham? He did have something strange happen with him and Noah, and then Noah curses Ham? No, he cursed Canaan. He said Canaan would be cursed. And one of those curses of Canaan was to be a slave to his brothers. Hmm. So the people in the church say, but this right here resembles what Negroes can be. Because they fit here with Canaan. So Negroes, they are still a descendant of Ham, but they're not like the prosperous sons of Ham. No, 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 no. They're the Canaanites. They're the ones who came from Canaan because they're cursed. Oh, man. Did the church make it any better? No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. But this is them trying to reconcile the, what they're hearing from the culture and trying to make it fit with the Bible instead of just sticking with what the Bible says and letting it be. You know, and so Negroes are now went from being the most least intelligent people to now being the most cursed. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, America, oh man, they need some help. Always needed some help. But praise God for his truth. 
There's truth in his word if we just stick to what his word says. So this is what the hermetic hypothesis stemmed from. It stepped in the church, and this is what they concluded. So this is the hypothesis. Remember, hypothesis is just a thesis. You know, it's not a proven fact. They're not saying it's a fact that this is how it is. This is what their research has got them to be. And they believe for a long time. Now, just like anything else, uh, ideals, they change over time, grow over time. So Negro is, was, became an offensive word. And you know, like, I guess a few layers later, instead of Negro, they, they changed the word to black. So if you look at a later edition of that dictionary, it's going to say black. It's going to say not the blacks, you know, instead of Negro. That was a more um, appropriate term to use at the time. You know, um, but then later on, in like say 1980, another dictionary comes out. And it was originally published in. And it says that ham is the... He is identified as the ancestor of the Egyptians and of the peoples who were under the control of Egypt in Northeast Africa, Arabia, and Canaan, with the exception of Nimrod. Now, that's all that says. That was in 1980. And that was a Zondervan edition. That's the Zondervan Illustrated Bible Dictionary. And you guess what? Merrill Tenney, that's the name of the author. You can look him up. And he's a scholar. So, it's funny. You still can't look at Alton T. Bryant. You know what? If you guys find out who Alton T. Bryant is, real person, send me some sources or something, and I'll get rid of that idea that it's a person who just ain't got no credibility. Because according, according to this, I don't know that person who gave me got no degrees or anything like that who has any business doing a dictionary. And publishing companies, they make money anyway. So Zondervan Company, they probably just took that money anyway. It's money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all I got to do is publish your work. You ain't got to, I don't care if it's accurate. Publish it. Anywho. Yeah. And what's concluded by this? It concluded that Negroes are, were thought to be of the sub-Saharan sub region of Africa. Not that um, Negroes weren't African, period. So if you get that from that definition, you are mistaken. You are mistaken. I would challenge you, if you don't believe that, I would challenge you to find anything from the 1800s that have people thinking that you're not African. I, I'll, wait, I'll wait for that answer. Um, another thing. Dark-skinned Caucasians were considered Hamites, while blacks just the descendants of Canaan, the cursed son of Ham. Once again, find something around that time frame that says something different concerning what the church said. I'll be waiting. Because this is where all this took place. That's that. Now, just to give you something to go off of, I'm going to put the link to this in the description. This is the Hamitic Hypothesis, and I want to show it to you. Uh, this was interestingly was written in um, 1969. So it's two years after the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary was written. I want to show this to you. Hermetic Hypothesis. This is written, um, this is a paper by Edith Sanders um, at Cambridge. Yeah, got some credibility around here. And I just want to show you, bring your attention to page uh, seven and eight of the PDF, 
you'll see the page number at the top of the actual page number from that um, particular work. And I want to bring your attention to this paragraph right here. Now, this is dealing with as they're trying to reconcile all this information that they're getting concerning um, Negroes. It says, modern times show their influence on theological writings as well. The new Hermetic concept made its appearance quite early in the 19th century. That's the 1800s. And keep in mind how it's saying the new Hermetic concept. So this means up until this time, everybody was kind of on one accord that believed that Negroes were Hamites. I mean, period. Anyway, it says, if the Negro was a descendant of Ham and Ham was cursed, how could he be the creator of a great civilization? It follows logically that the theologians had to take another look, both at the Bible and at its explanation of the origin of the races of man. So because of what the culture is saying, oh, we got to make the Bible fit the culture instead of letting the culture, making the culture fit the Bible. I'll tell you the truth. said the veracity of the scriptures obviously could not be denied. New interpretations of the meanings of scriptures were offered. Egyptians, it was now remembered, were descendants of Mizraim, son of Ham. Noah had only cursed Canaan, son of Ham, so that it was Canaan and his progeny alone who suffered the malediction. Ham, his other sons, and their children were not included in the curse. Mm, that's important now. Important. But, um, page 8 here. We're going to read this. Says he and other scholars reread the book of Genesis, focusing on the genealogy of the three ancestors of mankind, and especially Ham. The histories of the sons of Ham were discussed, particularly those of Cush and Mizraim. The question was raised then whether it was Ham who had been cursed. After all, was it only Canaan? It was indeed Canaan who was cursed, but the rest of the progeny of Ham went on to prosper. So it came to pass that the Egyptians emerged as Hamites, Arkazoi, Arkazoi, uncursed and capable of high civilization. Canaanites, or black people, were not capable of high civilization. Uh-oh. This view became widely accepted, and it is reflected in the theological literature of that era. Well, that means there were other books during this time that reflected the same kind of information. Not anything different and not that Negroes were sham. And, and uh, Negroes were African just descendants of Canaan. Mm, that's interesting. Um, doo -doo -doo. I don't see, I want to read another from page 11 on the, on the um, I should say podcast. On this PDF. I read right here. It says linguistic classifications were based on ge geography, racial characteristics, and occupation, rather than on rigorous methodology pertaining solely to language. Grammatical gender became the main diagnostic of the so-called Hamitic languages. Although grammatical gender exists in many unrelated languages of the world. It was not found in the languages of the true Negro racial category again. Thus, linguistic, um, 
typologies had racial basis, just as racial typologies were based on linguistics. Because the Hamitic discovered in Africa, south of the Sahara, were described as pastoralists, and the traditional occupation of the Negro was supposedly agriculture, pastoralism, and all its attributes became endowed with an aura of superiority of culture, giving the Hamite a third dimension, cultural identity. The historians who began to compile histories of Africa wrote with an often unconscious racial bias. Said that. They wrote often with an unconscious racial bias. So this this writer is given the um, idea that, you know, they may not have been doing this intentionally. They may not have um, been openly trying to be racist against black people. You know, this may be something that just unconsciously happened. And they accepted the, the dicta of the discoveries of that continent as indisputable proven facts and presented them as historical explanations of the African past. Much of anthropology gave a support to the Hamitic myth. Silliman found a cultural um, substratum, supposedly great influence in Africa. In 1930, he published his famous Races of Africa, which went through several editions and, was, uh, and which was reprinted in 1966, still basically unchanged. Now, this is important because this is a year, uh, respectively, before the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary comes out in 1967. So this idea was still going on during that time that this dictionary comes out. This is important. This is key. I hope you're paying attention. He refined the uh, surgery devised classifications of Hamitic peoples, adding the category of Nilite, uh, I mean, sorry, Nilos, I may have pronounced that wrong, or half Hamites. Every trace and or sign of what is usually termed civilized in Africa was attributed to alien, mainly Hamitic origin. Yep. Remember, Hamitic is being considered Caucasian and not Negro. Okay. In such a way, iron working was supposed to have been introduced to the Negroes by pastoral Hamites, along with complex political institutions, irrigation, and age-grade systems. Archaeological findings of any magnitude at the top were also ascribed to outside influences and kept the Negro African out of his own cultural history. In the eyes of the world, the Negro stood stripped of any intellectual or artistic genius and of any ability at all which would allow him now in the past or in the future to be the master of his life and country. All right, I know it's a lot, y'all, but see, that was some meat. That was some good stuff. Why was it good stuff? Because it gave a lot of understanding to that time in the thinking of the people, especially the author, whoever he or she is, they came up with the definition of Ham being the progenitor of the dark races, but not the Negro. I'm sorry, y'all. That person is not saying that Negroes weren't African. That person is saying Negroes weren't smart enough to be Egyptians or Ethiopians or Libyans. But the church said, hey, 
got to have a place. So therefore, you can be of Canaan. You're just a cursed, you're just a cursed son. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why you like your art. That's why you're more agricultural and, and you're not civilized as well. As a matter of fact, all your civilization you did get got from other Caucasian Hamites. Yeah, that's, that's what they believe. So um, I, would, I would try to um, offer to you that you would denounce the Zonovan Compact Bible Dictionary's definition of Ham as your basis for why you believe that you're not of Ham. That is now wrong. That is now debunked. That was a diagnosed error, and you've been prescribed truth. Now, what you do with that truth is completely up to you. So, now, this will also denote if Caucasians, if you go with this dictionary verse, Caucasians can't be Edom. Now, it's bad enough that you call white people Edomites, and Edom or Esau and Jacob were twins. They were the same skin color um, and come from the same father. I mean, that would already be kind of bad enough. But going that you go with this definition, I mean, Caucasians had to be a lot smarter, a lot better than any dark people. Matter of fact, in the 1800s, they believed the Caucasians were the top of the of the uh, human classifications. I mean, everybody came below. And Negroes, who you claim that you are in the ham definition, were at the bottom. So you was incapable of having any civilization. So how could you then be Israel? Hmm. Woo-wee. So um, it would, this would make some problems for you to use that definition. I would hope that you would, that you would denounce that because... I don't believe that about you. I know you don't believe that about yourself. You are intelligent. You do have value, intrinsic value. Value because God made you in his image and for his likeness, no matter what nationality you come from. So I would also offer to you to not focus so much on finding your identity, your nationality, or your, or your ancestral background, but that you find your identity in Christ. You will just repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ and him alone, not in yourselves, not in your own works, nothing concerning you, not in the ancestors, but your trust in Christ and him alone for salvation. And you'll be saved. And the greatest thing ever be that you'll be able to spend an eternity with our Lord, not an eternity in hell. That should be the greatest treasure that you have. So, um, that's my plea for you. Please. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please feel free to leave your comments below. Um, like I said, you can write me on uh, prescribed.truth at gmail.com. I'm usually quick about getting back to those. So just please hit me up. I would love to chop it up with you about this thing. Um, I think this is conclusive. But if you have anything you'd like to add or you have anything you'd like to say, please do so. I'm open to conversation as long as respectful. As long as we can um, have some um, meet, some meaningful dialogue, I'm all for it. I promise you I am. So with that being said, that's all I got to say. That's all I have. So remember, in a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. See you next time. If we preaching and teaching, believe in Jesus' power to change the hearts of the heathen. The word of God, yes, breathing in truth is what we reason with lifting the risen king who rose for all of his children.